check yet, Randy? Well, you rich, you don't write checks. <laughs> how do you pay, man? Uh, if you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another Downright Sports Summer Show. This is the third and last episode for the summer as I, the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, says goodbye to Virginia as Downright Sports is moving north to the northeast of Pennsylvania, Mount Pocono to be exact. So, as always, Virginia, this is how we always get started. Look at your clock, look at your phone, take a look, see what time it is, and just know... It is. It is. Showtime, folks. Hey, hey, hey. 
couldn't rewrite history without a pen. No ID on the track, let the story begin. Begin, begin. Hold up. Shit, need a verse from Cheesy. I might send this to the mixtape Wheezy. Get somebody from BMF to talk on it. Get this to a blood, let a crit walk on it. Get me thou to style on this. I just don't need nobody to smile on this. Y'all niggas singing too much. Get back to rap, you keep painting too much. I'm a multi-millionaire, so how is it? I'm still the hardest nigga here. I'll be in the project hallway talking about how I be in the project all day. That sounds stupid to me. If you a gangster, this is how you prove it to me. Nigga, just get violent. This is death for auto tune. Moment of silence. Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. All right. All right. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to try to record this with this stupid hat on. <laughs> Trying to look cool for the kids, am. You know what I'm saying? This hat ain't going to last the whole segment. I promise you. It will. Welcome, everyone, to Downright Sports. I'm your host, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed. And if you've never seen, heard, or felt my voice before, just understand Downright Sports is a show for all sports fans. It's, if you never, this is how I would describe to you Downright Sports. It's a show that if you were hanging out with your friends and you were just talking sports, this is the show for you. All right? No uh, uh, alignment. I right, forget all that. <laughs> Welcome to Dalray Sports. This hat and me are not getting along for the whole episode. It's just not going to work. I I buy new headphones. So, well, this is the last, 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 last Downright Sports from Virginia, from Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, we've recorded here now for over two years. In Lynchburg, not in this particular location, but we've been. I have recorded downright sports in Virginia for over six years in different variations and forms. Uh, whether it was YouTube uh, and then later the podcast, and now on multiple uh internet radio platforms, including uh DJ Chase Radio, uh, our original home Dynasty Radio NY. And uh, some other places I'm a name drop. So the end of the show is where we will say our goodbyes. We I am, uh, but uh, uh, just yeah, we'll wait to the end of the show. So I I uh, couldn't decide whether or not how to do this show. I honestly couldn't decide if I was even going to do uh, this show, but I uh, wanted to do one more and uh, 
what I would call the first official studio for Downright Sports. I, I, um, I've recorded Downright Sports in different places, and this is the first time I was able to call it somewhere I can honestly call my own, which was pretty cool. So uh, we will have, I will have that opportunity again. Um, we're going to uh, the show will be recorded in a short stint at one location for a little bit, and then uh, the new and improved uh, Downright Sports studio will be up and running. Uh, if I had to, pr- so uh, behind, uh, give you some, break the fourth wall for a second. I record the show in my apartment. Um, I always um, wanted to, if I was lucky enough to call, you know, have my own studio. I always wanted to name it uh, the Gold Lottie Studio after my grandmother's. But um, yeah, that's a little something. Now let's get to the crux of the show, shall we? So the NBA is right now. It, it, it's desperate for ratings. It's desperate for people to remember. The fact that there's there was the summer league champion got a ring was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, come on, really? We're giving the summer league a ring? Like, is that what we're doing now? We're celebrating uh, uh, um, the uh, a second tier AAU? Like, I'm not like those guys are great. They're blah 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 blah. But we're not here to puff smoke up their butt. Let's call it what it is. If I had the choice to watch a college basketball game versus the summer league, I'm gonna watch a college basketball game. It's gonna be a lot more organized. It's gonna be. It's gonna play much better. But the NBA is desperate. They are hungry. I need to feed. <laughs> Love me. So when the when the the, the when uh, the draft was a big fart and when the free agency boom was a big fart. What did they have to do? Hmm. Kevin Durant wants to get traded. Hmm. Devin Mitchell wants to be traded. Hmm. Kyrie Irving's still sitting out there. Hmm. The Lakers want to get rid of Russell Westbrook. We're going to jump on all that. I'm just going to be naked at the end of this episode. I can't call the show with my watch. Can't call it with my hat. It's crazy. All right. It's not like we just went. It's insane. So, the... The Brooklyn Nets are listening for offers for Kevin Durant, who expressed after his BFF, Kyrie Irving was like, yeah, I'm going to stay with the Lakers. I'm going to stay with the, the the Nets and keep collecting this wonderful money that they keep paying me for doing absolutely squadoosh. So Kevin Durant was like, I want to leave. So the first rumor we heard was that they were going to be a package deal, all right, that they were going somewhere together. That has seemed to fizzle out. So now, all these places is popping up. Now, for those of you keeping score, the Nets can't trade for anybody because of our favorite player, Ben Simmons. The Ben Simmons experience gets better and better every day, okay? Worst trade (laughs) the Nets have made since they traded for Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and like 18 other Boston Celtics players that no longer, like we're like at the end of their career, okay? So now you have a situation where the next who wants to probably get younger can't because there are a list of players that the Nets can't trade for because of Ben Simmons. It's some rookie trade thing. Let me see if I can pull that up. List of players Nets can't trade for. Nets. 
can't trade for. Help if I put trade in there, right? See if it gives. See if Google helps me out. Uh, Four-year contracts. So, so, like, they can't trade for... Uh, why Phoenix and Brooklyn can't... Here we go. I think this is it. This is what I'm looking for. All right. And... Is this the list? That's not a list. That's a tweet. I want the list. I would have been prepared for this, but... To give you a little idea how this show works, I write down and I do a... I don't do a script. I do a rundown and then I improv. Okay? Don't judge me. So, I think I have the list. And if I don't have the list, uh, we're going to go back to the improv set. So, because of Ben Simmons being on the trade, I mean, being on the team, with Simmons, the Nets cannot trade Kevin Durant for a NBA superstar player because of a rule with a rookie exemption because Ben Simmons accepted the rookie exemption, which good for him. Here are the list of players. Andrew Wiggins, Joel Embiid, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, um, Devin Mitchell, uh, Bam Alabayo, Jason Tatum, Luka Dantage, Trey Young, and DeAndre Fox. Well, guess nobody's getting traded to Brooklyn. So, <laughs> so the one of the places that were was up for discussion. I am echoing. One of the places that was really up for discussion was the Phoenix Suns. I like the Phoenix Suns. I like that idea. I like that location for uh, Kevin Durant. The problem is the Suns have nothing to trade for him for, okay? Uh, there is zero play, like, they, for him, like, Chris Paul maybe, but that would be a suit. If they, they, first, they wouldn't trade Chris Paul because since Charles Barkley and Steve Nash, Chris Paul has been the most valuable player on the Phoenix Suns franchise, bar none. Like, hands down. Like, when Chris Paul calls a crit quits, it's not what he did in New Orleans. It's not what he did with the Clippers. It's not what he did in Houston. It's clearly what he has done in Phoenix. He took a franchise that was on the same list as the Orlando Magic, the Sacramento Kings, at one point the Minnesota Timberwolves, the New York, well, nobody's on the list of the Knicks, but teams that were, you know, had talent, but was just floundering, and he went to Phoenix and made, put them in the championship, and then last year, they had the best record. They lost, but injury had a lot to do with that, so we're not going to, like, you know, poo-poo them due to injury, because injury happens, but <clears throat> if you look at a list of places, and you know what, forget the list of places. Let's call it like it is, because I'm going to lose my train of thought, and then I'm going to end the show, and I'm going to be mad I didn't make this point. First of all, if I was an NBA owner or a general manager, I'm not trading for Kevin Durant. Not because I don't think he could play. It has nothing to do with... It has zero to do with his actual ability. It has zero to do with his skill. I recognize that the man is one of the top uh, players of all time. I recognize that he's the, one of the top uh, five greatest players of his generation. What I recognize is he's a giant child. All right? I don't know the man. He's probably a great person. I know he loves his mama. He probably donates to charity. But when it comes to his professional careers, what I'm talking about and what I can see as a fan, I don't see an individual that is, if he doesn't get what he wants, he just has to leave. I, I, I'm leaving. I, I, I can't be here. I, 
I can't be here. I can't be here. He, what happened in OKC was the first time he was a free agent. I don't begrudge him for going to Golden State. All right? I don't like the move. I thought what they had in Oklahoma was something special. I thought he had a real opportunity. What the heck is wrong with this computer? I thought he had a real opportunity, him and Westbrook, to make something. Um, but he left. And he went to Golden State. And they got a few championships. He got two championships out of them. And I think that's pretty cool. But for some strange reason, he wanted out of a place where he was clearly the guy. Now, we all recognize, like, all right, Curry's got four. But let's, we, we like to have fun with this. Golden State doesn't have, the, the core that they have does not have four without KD. They may not be in the finals, those other two, those other few trips without Kevin Durant. That's how important of a player he was for that team. He fit well in. The, the Mad, the Splash Brothers and their cousin was like the greatest show on earth, and we got to witness it. But it seemed that the Golden State Warriors demand more from their players. They demand a certain level of professionalism. They demand you come to play. And nobody says the guy doesn't come to play, but there was something he was not cool with, and he had to leave to go play with Kyrie Irving. That choice was dumb on his part, clearly, because you went and played with a guy that chose to leave LeBron. Now, I reckon when now Kyrie wanted to leave LeBron is not the issue. All right? Because Kyrie wanted to be the guy, I respect that. He wanted to lead his own team. Problem is, he can. Facts. But if I'm an owner, if I'm a GM, I'm not trading for I'm not Kevin Durant is 34 years old. I'm not giving up the world for a guy that if uh, uh, if the the the, the, the the refreshment trade in the locker room is not to his pleasure. He may ask for a trade. Or if he um, his car service doesn't show up at the right time, he'll go on a podcast and blow us all up. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want that. Had it. Places, if I'm not, where should he land? If you were, or if you were a team, like, if I was him, I get it. Like, he wants to go play somewhere sexy, right? But, what if, like, if you're a Minnesota and you got Carl Anthony Towns, you got Anthony Edwards, why not put together something and go get him? Because that could be the, 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 you know, if he went to Minnesota and won a championship in Minnesota, all talk is over. Okay? Like, him going to Golden State again is not going to make his career better. It's not. It's going to be, oh, it, it's a breakup and you got back. It's Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. That's what that is. It's just going to make people scratch their head and go, oh, you're doing that again? Oh, okay. But if he were to go to a Minnesota, if he would go to a Memphis, if he would go, you know, and I'm not a small market guy, but heck, why not see if you go to Toronto? They're still good. And all they are missing is Kawhi Leonard. But the crux and the you know you know is still kind of there. Why not go there? Win off for the border. You will be a legend. He's you know what I'm saying. So the fact that we're all sitting here, I can't pull up what I'm trying to pull up, and it's really aggravating. I'm trying to do the trade thing on ESPN, but whatever. So I believe he won't be traded. 
I don't think he's going to be traded. I don't think Westbrook's going to be traded. I don't think Kyrie Irving's going to be traded. If I was Brooklyn, I'd be putting all my energy and get rid of Ben Simmons. Or, here's a tip, why not fire the damn head coach? Because he can't do anything. Go after somebody that's going to do... The, the problem is Kyrie Irving walked in that door and said, we don't need a head coach. Dumbest mistake anybody said because if we look at teams who play better, their players respond to the coaches. If we look at teams that think they can do it on their own, the Lakers, they sit at home. We're not counting the bubble. If I gave LeBron two months off and put him in a controlled environment, I expect them to win too. Now, the other dumb trade that's probably going to happen is the potential of Devin Mitchell going somewhere, all right? Why? <laughs> I recognize he's a great player. I recognize he's good in, you know, in, in, in Utah. But do we honestly know how good he can play in New York? How good he can play anywhere else? Like, he's under, like, people need to realize there's some teams that just have systems. Utah, Spurs, Boston, um, Miami. Those are system-based teams. Those are teams where the ownership and everything trust the the system. They don't just give players the keys to the car because if they did, they still have Rudy Gobert and they would have traded him for more than just a, a bag of peanuts. Okay? If we look at Devin Mitchell's career, right, and it's a pretty lengthy one. When I mean lengthy, he's been in the league since 2017. All right? Uh, he averaged 20 points, 23 points, 24 points, 26 points, 25 points. That's for NBA, that's, that's average, all right? He's not burning up, okay? He's not, you know, he's not an all. He's not, you know, nobody's scared when they see him show to the arena, okay? They're, oh, my God, they're a mystery. He's a three-time all-star. He made all-rookie, blah, 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 blah. All right, he can, I got to use my dang phone. Uh, he's a good three-point shooter. You know, he's just like everybody else. He's about 44% uh, from the field. Yada, 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 yada. How many playoff games has he won? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like two. He hasn't made that leap or that diff. Like, he's playing in Utah. Like, everybody's losing their mind to trade for a guy that where Utah has been the best team. Kendrick Perkins made this point. Why are we trying? Why is anybody, like, jumping through hoops to get a guy that couldn't take his team past a Clippers team that didn't even have all their pieces. And this is what, like, we're going to give up the farm for? Yes, if I'm the Jazz, oh, yeah, I'm trading him. Especially if some team is dumb enough to give me, like, five draft picks for, like, the next millennium. But if you're the New York Knicks, you're probably going to have to give up. Um, you're probably going to have to give up key pieces. If R.J. Barrett is one of those pieces, if... Um, uh, Julius Randolph is one of those pieces. If um, who's on the stupid mix? <laughs> if Evan Forster Foyer is one of those picks, like one of those, like then you're just doing nothing. Like trading for him with the current roster that is on paper right now is not going to win you anything. Okay, so if you're trading uh, R.J. Barrett, who's getting better and is 22 years old. You've done nothing. If you're trading for, if you're giving up Julius Randolph, who's 27, is probably about to come into his prime. You're doing nothing. If you give up um, Toppin, you're doing nothing. That's the point. Like, if you're the Knicks, just sit. 
still. Stop with the splash. Just sit still. All right? Mid, like, he's not made for New York, all right? He could go anywhere else, honestly. Honestly, if there's a possibility, I don't understand how the Lakers and the Lake. Well, I don't think the Lakers have any more uh, uh, draft picks, quite frankly. But, you know, I don't know where he can end up. I don't know what team he fits in. I haven't taken the time to really see, you know, where I think he goes. But I just know as a Knicks fan, I do not want to see this trade happen, okay? And I'm going over on this segment. Let me just wrap up. Um, Juan Soto's a moron. He turned down $440 million. And I don't think, you know, if he thinks he's going to get paid somewhere else, then he, um, he's, uh, last I checked, I think weed is legal in D.C. And he is definitely smoking it a little too hard, okay? So, with that being said, this is Darren Ray Sports. And this is the last, this is the last show being broadcast in Virginia. Yeah, how about that? So, um, we're going to go to segment number two. When we come back, I'm going to do... My, I'm going to keep going with my NBA incursion finals. Uh, we're going to do the uh, last time uh, I did. I got it written down. Sorry. I did the um, 86 Celtics versus the 2002 Lakers. And I picked the 2002 Lakers over the 86 Celtics. It was close to me. This time we're going to do the number. Oof. <laughs> This time we're going to do the number one uh, seed, the 97 Bulls, taking on number eight seed, the 2012 Heat. And you may be shocked who I picked. So, this is Down Ray Sports, and we'll be right back. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, we're coming right back. So, tune in.
Alright, so <clears throat> Lil, give me some shelter by the root. <clears throat> Let me do my best radio voice. Lil, give me <clears throat> damn my microphone's too far. Yeah, a little getting some shelter about the Rolling Stones. Hey, here we are back on Denray Sports Radio on DJ Chase Radio and Live360.com slash DJ Chase Radio. Also on Dynasty Radio, NY.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B. Also, you can listen to the show on 90, uh, 94... Uh, damn it. <laughs> you can also listen to the show on 94.5 The Hits. And then you can also listen to the show on Trap Radar Radio. And now on its new home, She Real Radio, and all of it. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I was sitting, and I came up with an idea. I want to do the Incursion Finals. And the Incursion Finals are eight teams I picked. Now, I may do it again, but these are the eight teams I picked the first time, okay? So uh, the number one seed is the 97 Bulls uh, versus the eight seed, the 2012 Heat. You have the two seed who have now been eliminated. I probably should cross them out. Um, the 86 Celtics uh, took uh, their two seed. They took on the number uh, seven seed, the 2002 Lakers. That doesn't work. Um, there we go. Uh, you have the three seed, the 87 Lakers, who take who take or who will be taking on. The six seed, the 2005 Spurs. The four seed, the 2018 Warriors, will be taking on the um, fifth seed, the 89 Pistons. I think it's going to be a good one. But today's matchup. Hold on. Let's do this right. But today's matchup. We have the 97 Lakers versus. Damn it. All right, so we're going to have the 97 Bulls in the 2012 Heat. Uh, give you a little recap. The Bulls that season won 69 games. And uh, I picked the wrong Bulls team. But they won 69 games and uh, lost only 13. Uh, the, Miami, the, that seat, the Miami Heat won 46 games and lost 20. Uh, that was the second year that that big three was put together. All right. Uh, the rosters, the key players on the Bulls was Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, and Rob Harper. When the Miami Heat were the Los Angeles Lakers, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Mario Chalmers, and Shane Battier. Now, some of you may be thinking the following year was better, but I actually think that first year was the better team. Because uh, I'm going based on kind of what they did in the finals. All right. So, if we... Go if we because basically all I have is I um, could go based on the numbers. So that season the Bulls averaged 103 games, uh, and a key stat to me was they averaged about eight steals a game. They also averaged about 37 percent from the three point line. Uh, defensively, they only allowed 92 points a game. All right, the Miami Heat that year averaged about 98 points a game. Um, they averaged 35. Yeah, they averaged 35% from the field. And defensively, they allowed 92 points a game. And uh, only allowed uh, teams to shoot uh, 36% from three-point line. That's going to come important in a second, all right? So, if we take a look at how these teams made it to the finals in their respectable years. For Chicago, they would beat 
the then Washington Bullets in three games. Back then, they used to play best out of five in the first round. Uh, they would beat the Atlanta Hawks four to one. They beat the Miami Heat uh, four to one, and then they would beat the Utah Jazz in the NBA Finals seven to two. Uh, I wrote this wrong, but the key players on the Bullets was no one. The key players on Atlanta, Steve Smith, Mookie Baylock, and McKembe Matumbo. On the Heat, they had Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway Jr. And I don't uh, think Glenn Rice was there yet. I think he was. But for the Jazz, Stockton and Malone. And then you can throw in uh, Russell if you want to. Um, the For the Miami Heat, they beat the Knicks four games to one. Melo and Amari with the keys. They beat the Pacers four games to two. A young Paul George, and if you remember, Danny Granger was actually the best player on that team. He got hurt. I think he tore, he either tore his Achilles or his ACL, and he never came back the same. He was never the same player again. But Paul George was not even the man. Dev, um, Devin West was the lead scorer in that in that series. Uh, they beat Boston four games to three. That was the last stint of the big three. Uh, Garnett. Piers and Ray Allen, and then in the NBA Finals, they played OKC, and they beat Durant, Harden, and Russ. A young Durant, Harden, and Russ, okay? Um, key. So now, we're going to match them up, all right? We're going to match up the Bulls. So here's the, here's the matchups. Starting lineups for the Miami Heat. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and the Dodgers Haslam started one game in the Finals, but we're not going to use them. We're going to go... James, Wade, Bosch, Shane Battier, and Mario Chalmers. That's the starting lineup for the Miami Heat. For the, Chic- <clears throat> for the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Luke Longley, Ron Harper, and Dennis Rodman. Okay? Uh, Jordan averaged 31 points that in the NBA Finals that year. LeBron averaged 30 points. Scotty averaged 19, Wade averaged 22, Bosch averaged 14, Chalmers 11. Why am I not reading out anybody for the Bulls? Because they all average in the single digits. This is where things get tricky. This is where now we're having a conversation. Granted, it's all on paper, but you got to say to yourself, this game actually happens who guards who. Mike will guard LeBron. Now, will he stop LeBron? That is a conversation all into itself. I believe the two men will cancel themselves out. That Nobody's going to stop them from scoring. Le- Jordan is a better defender on ball than LeBron. But if Jordan goes to the basket, you talk about LeBron who can block easy. But here's the caveat. I don't think Jordan guards LeBron the entire game. I actually think Jordan would guard Wade majority, most of the game. Now, the matchup of LeBron and Scottie Pippen. In LeBron's career, no disrespect to Jonathan Antetokounmpo and Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant, but LeBron would have never played a defender like Scottie Pippen with the wingspan, hands, the quickness, the lateral movement. That's a matchup that I would die to see. Now, yes, in Scottie's more recent days, he's very delusional, but he was a great player and he was a great on the ball defender. Jordan was a great on-the-ball defender, but we can all make the argument Scotty might have been a, like a, just that much different, a step up. So now you got a situation where LeBron has to be guarded by Scottie Pippen. If LeBron's going to score 30 in the seven-game series, it's going to be a hard 30. He's going to be worn out. If LeBron, now if Mike 
is going to guard D Wade. Mike is going to gobble up D Wade. Dwayne is about six foot tall, six two tops. Jordan six six. He could guard him, and he's going to play him straight up. Now, what rules are we going to base this on? We're going to come. We're going to cut the baby in half. We're going to keep in. We're going to take off hand checking, but it's not going to be ticky tack fouls like you see today. Okay. So Jordan can't hand check him, but I've seen Mike in my heyday, and I watched Dwayne in that heyday, and I'm telling you now, Dwayne's 22 points, he ain't getting on Mike. He's just not. He he's not. Like it's not happening. He'd be lucky to average about 12. Now the cap. Now the 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 X factor here is Chris Bosh. What do we do with Chris Bosh? Well, you got Dennis Rodman. Who is, I think Bosch has him in height, but Rodman was unstoppable. He's all, he, hands down, people put him top three all time greatest defenders. If you're going to have Bosch being a stretch four, because that's pretty much was his career in Miami at this time, you're making life easy for Dennis Rodman, okay? Because Dennis Rodman's going to shut him down defensively. I don't see Bosch being as. Much of a uh, a factor now when um, when you take uh, Dennis off the court, uh, Scotty could guard him. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, Tony Coach is going to guard him, but I don't think he. I think that's what Bosch uh, gets his numbers when like somebody like Coach or Luke Longley tries to guard him. Okay, so with that being said, this is going to be now. You got guys like Ron Harper, who's not looking to score. He's going to play straight defense. Ron Harper and Mario Chalmers cancel themselves out. Ron Harper's also going to pick up Wade on defense here and there. Cool coach could give you buckets. He could give you 15 here and there. Um, Shane Battier was not a scorer at this time. He could probably score, but he's not scoring. We're not looking for him to score. We're not looking for Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers could probably give you a couple games here and there. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a drag-out fight. Luke Longley. He's not doing nothing. <laughs> We're not looking for him. But then you got the act. You got Steve Kerr. Mr. Give it to me. I'm going to be in the corner. So what is the likely? You got a Steve Kerr. You dish it to him. He knocks it down. Bang on. But you can't poo-poo this Miami Heat team either. Be- All right. Sorry, everybody. If you're listening to the podcast, I had audio issues. Like, I just went out. I didn't even realize it. But the argument I'm going to make, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, basically, the Chicago Bulls beat Miami in seven. This will be a seven-game series. LeBron can win three games by himself. Uh, Wade will be a help here and there. But you know what's crazy? Bulls never faced anybody in seven in the NBA Finals. Never. Not the – never. Jordan either beat you in five or he beat you in six. Like, never. LeBron can get you to seven, but I think Mike wins it in seven. So, we're going to move the 97 Bulls along – and we're going to send the Miami Heat home and the Bulls move on. So the next time, so to see, to see who I picked to win, I'm going to take this little segment and I'm going to move it strictly to social media. So you will see me, I'm going to post clips about this on Instagram and TikTok starting next Tuesday on, um, I don't even know the date, <laughs> July. <laughs> Uh, the 23rd, July 20, uh, July, yeah, July 25th, strictly on Instagram and TikTok, Downray Sports Instagram, Downray Sports TikTok, 
I will post this and I will have a small video, 10 minutes tops, explaining who will win. And then I will reveal the champion um, when Downray Sports returns for its football preview show uh, in August, late August, practically September. Um, I should really take these notes down. Uh, where is it? Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> that, yeah, when we will come back August 30th, I will reveal who the winner is. And of the NBA um, incursion finals, I got that from Dr. Strange, which I'm so happy my girl likes to watch Dr. Strange. Anyway, uh, we're going to come back. We're going to wrap the show up one last time here in Virginia. And, uh, yeah, this is Darren Sports. Come to me. Feels good to be back. I missed you. Relax your mind, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with the sounds of the BBE. You know what time it is. Report to the dance floor. Talk to him. See you at the corner of my eye. Leaning on the wall, looking fly. I want you to come be with me. Stacking a million right. Stunt with a stallion Something Italian Or maybe Puerto Rican You could catch me in Paris Let's go. I'm in it to win And I'm willing to carry uh-huh. The game if you think I'm not Look at the carrots Look at me man Pop up clean up out of the phantom The people go to screaming Like an opera anthem Let's go. I did it before Do it again, Do it again. <laughs> I got it to blow Got it to spin, got it to spin. Flies before Cool as the wind yeah. Got hits go back Like juicy jeans yeah. Shine the best in diamond necklaces My extravagant taste and style they know I'm the shit, they wanna get next to him She having a fit, cause she wanna get next to him Yeah, you know my name You know my motherfucking name Stop and stay admire your body language speaking loud and clear like uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't stop, let's rock She's been waiting, anticipating for oh so long Fantasizing wild thoughts of me coming on like Yeah, uh-huh. let's rock She digging my style, my swag, my sway, my swerve My way with words the boys observe for sure You can't fault till my aura called them I make miracles like I walked on water What you want, mama, order? It's on my tab, I'm so bad with that cash, I drop a whole bag. Where you at, girl? I'm here, when will you make
Notorious Sports Credit. Damn right, sports. Yeah. You almost made a nigga bust on this set. Never happened to a nigga like me. I think I'm falling in love. But then there came you. But then there came you. But then there came you. Well, Cleaning stuff out the way. Uh, listen to Downray Sports on all major podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts and Spotify, just to name a few. Uh, you can listen to Downray Sports, all new episodes on DJ Chase Radio. <laughs> go to DJ Chase Radio. Uh, you can go to live365.com slash DJ Chase Radio to hear um, all latest music, some of the biggest music from independent artists. It's a place where you can be creative, so go check it out there. Uh, on Thursdays at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B. You can listen to Downray Sports there. Um, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Fab, 94.5 The Hits. Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio. And now Sundays at 1 o'clock on She Real Radio. So, just some places. Check out Downray Sports' Instagram Downright Sports TikTok, Downright Sports at Facebook. Go to my Twitter at BrentReed18 and subscribe and like at our YouTube channel at Downray Sports. Uh, so, for the last six years, uh, so to give you a little backstory, about six, seven years ago, DJ Chase uh, called me and was like, uh, I don't know what's going on in sports. I want you to do a show. I did down, I started Downright Sports in 2000. 8, 2009, 2008, 2008, 2009, uh, 2008, I started Downright Sports in New York, uh, we, <coughs> on a different station, and I did it probably about six months before the station kind of just lost whatever it was doing, and the show was gone, I didn't do the show anymore, I, um, always kind of had a desire to want to keep doing the show, and I just didn't do it. And um, I used to do downright sports in so many different ways. So in the early days of Facebook, I created a downright sports Facebook group on my old Facebook profile, and I would write article. Well, I would write editorials or um, paragraphs of different topics and different things like that, and I would email. I would Send it out to everybody, and some people read it, some didn't. No big deal. And I always was trying to find a way to get this, you know, downright sports thing going. I wanted to make a website, but I didn't have the money, um, nor did I know how to make a website. Uh, but when uh, DJ Chase came to me about seven years ago and said, You want to do a podcast? and I said, Sure. And the original way you can hear the show. Uh, was on SoundCloud, and then um, the show only was on Apple Podcasts, and then it was it kind of just grew from there. It went from Apple Podcasts, it went to um, Google Play, it went to 
um, different outlets. And the next place the show got picked up, the, the next place the show was picked up was on DynastyRadioNY.com by Kim. Um, I call it Kim Dynasty. I want to say that's, I don't think that's her name. But I want to say Kim Dynasty was nice enough to um, put my show on the air and uh, I couldn't be more great like <laughs> her putting the show on and it was the show was picked up on that station because uh, Chase was on the station and um, I got to go on there and just let you know it was you know I'm still on there and I'm happy to be on there and as long as she has me, I don't want to go anywhere. And then from there, different places. At one point, Downray Sports was on in Toronto. You know? <laughs> and um, the show has grown. Uh, it was a YouTube show that I used to do in Farmville, Virginia. And then later started doing in Lynchburg. It was it, That's actually how the podcast got started. I'm all over the place. I originally did it strictly as a YouTube show. It would be 10, it would 15, 20 minutes tops. Uh, I would try to, the idea was to try to educate. And when it became a podcast, I started doing a podcast called I'm Just Talking. And the idea was for me just to have an outlet for me to talk about stuff that wasn't sports related. But of course, ultimately, I just started talking sports because I wanted to stay away from a lot of topics that I didn't want to uh deal with because I didn't want to alienate anybody but I, I've i been I've been blessed now some people may go well you're not on ESPN you're not on Fox you're not getting paid by it but I got into doing this to get paid and I have been paid not you know I and it's it's in different ways this show has survived um because I beyond enjoy it. I love it. I love it so much. And I'm so fortunate that my time in Virginia, I've got to do this show. And I'm really fortunate that when I met Allie and we got together and I tore my Achilles, she allowed me to keep doing the show in her apartment when we first got together. We weren't together for any more than four or five months when I tore my Achilles. And I was like, dang, how am I going to do my show? She's like, you do it here. And then when I started doing, and if you go back and listen to early episodes of the show, I'm not as myself on those shows because I didn't know what I should be. I was worried about what to say. I was worried about offending or whatever. And um, I one day, told, she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't want to yell. I'm in your apartment. And she was like, don't worry about the neighbors. And the thing she said to me was, "You, when you're doing a show, act like you're talking to me. So if anybody knows, every time I'm doing the show, I'm talking to her. Like, that's how I do the show. Because she doesn't watch sports. <laughs> and I find it, she knows I'm a big nerd and I get excited when I want to tell her something that's, you know, sports related or Marvel related or something like that. And... Uh, which really fun is her and her friend Heather, who does, if you're still in Lynchburg, you know, you need to hit her up. She um, paints and throws paint parties, painting and drinking parties and stuff like that. But they joke and say, oh, he's talking sports ball. And if you ever heard me say that, that's from them. 
the sports ball thing. Um, there are a list of people um, that keep listening because the show isn't going anywhere, but there are so many people that I just want to say thank you to. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's so cool when I turn this microphone on and start talking. I think it's the most freeing thing I've ever got to do. Um, to just there there are reasons why I don't touch certain topics. But there are also reasons why sometimes I feel the need I need to touch a certain topic, like when I would address Colin Kaepernick or where I would address, um, you know, the lack of maybe black players or something like that. And it's ultimately because my audience, as small as it is, it's a diverse audience. I don't have an audience of just strictly men. I don't have an audience of strictly women. My audience is not strictly black. For those of you who have never seen my face before, I'm actually black. <laughs> but um, my show is a little bit of everybody. And I like to believe that while listening to my show for an hour or even if you listen to it for 15 or 10 minutes, however long you listen to it, you don't have to think about whatever the heck is going on in the world. You get to just veg out and listen to the ramblings of a madman steal that line from speed. Um, Nora Patson um, is the mother of Jalen Patson, who I had the privilege of coaching, the husband of David Patson, and she has been a huge fan of this show. And whatever I post, she likes. Whatever I put up, she watches and stuff like that. Um, my buddy, my best friend in the world, my brother Tim Woodson, his mother, Mrs. Ella, <laughs> you know, she tunes in likes and so many people tune in and like, and I want to tell you guys, thank you. Um, you know, I'll be back in Virginia to come visit, but the fact that I'm moving is, I never thought I'd be moving back home. As The Rock once said, Finally, the rock has come back home. Like I think that's weird. I don't. I never thought that I would be going home. I always, I kind of thought I'd be in Virginia forever. Um, little side note: When I was a kid, I had a. I fantasized that I would live in New York till I was about forty, and then I would pony up and buy a house in Virginia, and it would be a fat crib and all this stuff, but it maybe it's going backwards. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to take this new journey with Al, with Allie. Um, honestly, not sure this happens if she's not around. <laughs> not sure I'm still doing downright sports if she's not around. She's been... For somebody that honestly could care less about what the Yankees or... Brooklyn or uh, Green Bay Packers or the Rams do. She has been one of the biggest fans of this show. Um, I never asked her to do anything. In fact, that, if you're watching on Facebook, um, this logo, this poster here, she hand drew this. Um, she did. And if you ever see on Instagram the logo for the show, she got that. She made that. And this was, she made this, and I gave her the idea what I wanted, and she made it. And 
to her, I mean, I will keep this thing until I die. I want to be buried with it. Because even if the show is not going on, this to me is the greatest thing ever. Because I, you know, it's funny. And I'll wrap it up here. Alright, I'm going to wrap it up. I saw this video on, of all places, TikTok. And <laughs> it was like, you ask God for this. He gives you, you ask God for something, he gives you a challenge. You ask him for money and he gives you obstacles. You ask him for love and he gives you people that you need to take care of. And that's kind of sums up my life. I ask for something. I got to go through a world of hell to get it. But when I get it, I appreciate it. Uh, my equipment is old. It's ratty. If you can see how I'm set up, uh, it's actually, you'd be like, what? Uh, so, last thing. When I had the privilege of doing a Hip Hop and Hoops conference, I was the only, I was one of like, I was I was the only vendor there. All right. I, I had my podcast set up. And people looked at my setup and they just assumed like, this guy's got, you know, no nothing. That conference was one of the best days of my life. Uh, I, people had to use my ring light. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had my boom, I had my uh, my microphone for the shirt for people to interview. And the interviews came out good. And I got a good reaction from it. But for those of you that may be trying to do something, for those of you chasing something, it doesn't matter. Like, don't worry about how it looks in the beginning. You can fix it up. Go back and go to YouTube, Downray Sports, and watch my early shows and look at the background then and look at the background now. All right? It's not about, it's, it's, you, uh, anything you want to do. Some, uh, Denzel said, goal, uh, dreams without goals are just dreams. All right? So, what you want to do is, if you, like, you know, set yourself what you want to do, whatever it is, you know, chase it. Go do it and, you know, don't look for anyone else to give you that seal of approval because people will crap on you. know, many people ask me, why? Why do you do a podcast? Ew, you do a podcast? Or they'll look me in the face and say, oh, it's cool, and then talk about me behind my back. I welcome it. I gave myself the, the nickname the Notorious Sports Critic because I thought it was a cool nickname and Al said, you don't want to be notorious. That's that's not a good thing. I was like, oh, no. It's good to me. So, I, um, so Virginia, thank you for the last 11 years I've been here. 10 years, something like that. Uh, no, it's been like 11 years. 11 years. 11, 13, something like that. I came back 2010. So that's how long it's been. Um, I've had a lot of fun. I've made movies while being in Virginia. I've got to coach while being in Virginia. Um, I've worked in some, I've met some incredible people. Uh, Dave Bean, Josiah Yos, Preston Stewart, Chelsea Stewart, uh, Noah Baker, Lolly Baker. Um, I'm sure I'm missing people. Uh, Antoine, Victoria, Eric, Karan, all those guys. Um, you guys have been awesome. And then I got to meet the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, with Allie Lane. So, um, love you, kiddo. And I'll see you in a few minutes. Hopefully, my pork chops are ready. <laughs> Any case, thank you all. I went over my time. Um, Downray Sports will be back in its new home and new location August 30th. I'm going, we're going to be back north. We're going to have a new up north field. The attitude is going to change. Everything's going to change. It's going to be pizza and bagels on tap. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have coffee all day. I'm going to eat some hot dogs. You hear all of it. You hear it now, right? You hear it? 
Anyway, as always, listen. The world's nuts. All right. But how do you make it sane is you remember the, the, the easiest rule of all. Just be a human being and treat people with respect. Um, when we when they all put dirt on us, we're not a we're not left, we're not right, we're center, and we're dead. <laughs> right? We all gonna end up six feet. We're all gonna end up with our eyes closed. So, just you know, it's much easier to give people. It's much easier to help earn respect. It's much easier to give respect. It's much easier to love. When I, I turned thirty six, jeez, uh, I turned thirty six a month ago, and my new Thing was, I'm, all I want to do is just help spread love. I just want to give positive. I'm gonna still rant. I'm gonna still complain. I'm still bellyache. But at the end of it all, I want to just make people feel loved. You know, I think that's important because we're in such a weird, ugly place. So, um, as always, deuces, and we'll see you on the other side. We'll see you uh, damn near September at a new place and a new home. All right, everybody. Deuces. <laughs> Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a Go little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows, doesn't really matter to me. To me, Mama just killed a man, put a gun against him. Triggered now, he's dead. Mama, life had just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, did Really mad.
to of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro. Oh, I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, 